Hey everybody, it's Heidi St. John. Welcome to the Busy Mom Podcast. Today, my friend Karen Eman is on the show with me and she's gonna be talking to you about something that we all need to get a grasp on and that is putting others first. Stick around, I think you're gonna be encouraged. So before we get started today, I want to just remind you that I have a brand new book, Becoming Mom Strong. It's coming out. It's available right now for pre-order at Amazon. And I hope you'll hop on over there and purchase a copy of Becoming Mom Strong. Also, you can receive a free seven-day devotional that I've written that's going to give you some encouragement for your parenting journey. And here's how you get it. You text hashtag MomStrong. So no spaces, no emoticons, no nothing. Just hashtag MomStrong to this number, 360-842-0088. And I will shoot out that free seven-day devotional to you. I think it's gonna encourage and bless you. And don't forget to subscribe to my scripture writing challenge. And you'll also get a free 10-day scripture writing challenge from the book of Psalms. So you can do that by going to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash scripture writing. So I am really excited today. I have my friend Karen Eman back on the podcast, and we've been chatting it up offline and talking about what's going on in her life and what's going on in my life. And I'm I'm sitting here thinking, you know what? Um, we need some encouragement. So Karen, welcome back to the podcast. I'm glad you took the time to uh, be with me today. Thanks for having me, Heidi. I'm glad to be here. So you are, uh, as everybody knows, because we've 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 talked before. You are a prolific writer. I was just telling, uh, and we'll link back for those of you who are wondering about Karen and her books. I will link back to her website and to Listen, Love, Repeat, which is the book we're going to be talking about today. Um, but Karen has a whole bunch of books out, and you have a gift. I think part of the reason why um, I love your books is because you're not afraid to jump into the deep end. And I, this is another example of that, just dump, jumping into the deep end. So your book, Listen, Love, Repeat, came out, uh, tell me, right after the election, right? Yeah, yeah, it did, like the week after. Mm, it was like a Band-Aid for the heart. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So like a, like maybe like, you know, a little bit of desitant over a, over a kind of chapped culture. I think we're, we're kind of uh, self-obsessed and certainly um, in such a contentious, we had a, a rough year. 2016 was a rough year. And I love that you've come out and we're just talking about putting other people first, which is kind of really the point of listen, love, repeat, isn't it? Just talking to a culture that's sort of obsessed with itself and the stuff that we've got going on. We're like the selfie, you know, we're a selfie sort of narcissistic culture. And you wrote listen, love, repeat, to kind of shift our view, right, from looking at ourselves to looking at other people. Is that a fair characterization? It is. And you know, Heidi, sometimes I wonder, is it really that our society and our culture and our lives are getting increasingly more and more narcissistic and we're more and more self-centered as time marches on? Or... Have we always been this way? It's just we have more ways to document it now, <laughs> you know, with social media and such. And we've kind of lost some of those old-fashioned virtues that our moms and, and and dads and grandparents taught us, you know, of, no, hold a door open for someone and say, after you. And, oh, yeah. no, 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 I don't need the biggest piece of cake. I'll take the small. Like, those uh, niceties are kind of gone. And mm-hmm. we have more ways to document our self-centeredness, you know, with <laughs> taking pictures of every single thing we're doing. And not that I'm against that. I mean, I've been known to take a selfie or two yep. with someone else in it. And I've right, right, right. That's an essay. That's called an essay, Karen. There you go. 
if there it's you go. if you have other people, it's an SE. So yeah. there you go. Oh, yeah. Okay, there you go. <laughs> but um, but I think we have kind of lost that whole putting others first. It's all about me and yeah. what can I do and and putting ourselves first because you know you only live once and you know you yeah. have this fear of missing out, so you have to just go out there and do everything and knock over everybody in your way as you're doing it. And we have this weird phenomenon too of just slinging our opinions everywhere yeah. we go on blogs on social media, whatever. It's like, nobody asked my opinion, but I'm going to sling it anyway. Whereas <laughs> I do think too, when I was growing up, you only gave your opinion if you were asked, but now it's kind of like a national pastime to mm-hmm. just, Hey, I'll hop on social media and I'll sling my opinion anywhere. I feel like it. Yeah. Well, and I think it's wondering, you know, I, I think it's interesting your point about, you know, now we just have more ways to, to be self-obsessed or more ways to show that we really are narcissistic. Cause I wonder what would have happened if Eve would have had a cell phone, you know, if Eve could have taken pictures of herself in the garden, I think things mm-hmm. could have gotten dicey. You know, <laughs> we've got, mm-hmm. we got it. We have a sin nature after all. And I, I'm wondering, and I think about this um, with myself, I don't know, you know, I've been like you, I'm on social media a lot and less though I'm finding as I'm getting older, I'm enjoying it less, I think. Uh, but I, I think a lot about, you know, when you talk about slinging our opinions, I'm wondering if not a bad thing to say an opinion, but it's we, it could actually be a good thing if we could say, hey, this is happening, this is what Jesus says, and maybe point people toward, hey, Christians, let's remember who we are. Let's remember that we are, that we are loved, that, that God sent his son, like he sent his son to die for us. Let's live like we've been redeemed. And instead, it's all about being right and all about having the last word and making sure everybody knows uh, that we are the right ones and they're the wrong ones. And I think maybe that sort of narcissistic... Um, need to be right and need to be heard. Um, for all the ways that we have to be heard, I think people feel like they're they're not heard enough, which is kind of weird to me. I feel like it's weird a little bit. It is, and you're exactly right in our effort to make sure we know, you know, that everybody in our circle on social media or whoever we're sitting with talking, you know, face to face to make sure that they know the right way to believe and what Jesus would say and what God would do. We are so, we are so bent on getting out, you know, what Jesus would do and what he would say in his opinion in this matter or the politics or whatever, that we act so unchristlike mm-hmm. in trying to get out the message of what Christ would do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just, just, it's crazy. It's yeah. just crazy. Yeah. And it's sort of self-defeating. If you're going to, if you're going to act unchristlike in dealing with criticism or, or sharing your opinion or something that you, a deeply held, uh, you know, a deeply held belief, then it defeats the purpose because, you know, Jesus wouldn't have acted that way. I think about um, you and I were talking a few minutes ago about just putting others first and how this was really so much of the message of the gospel. And when I was a kid, maybe um, you remember this too. I think our oldest kids are about the same age. We sang a song in Sunday school called um, Joy. It was Jesus and others and you. you, Did you guys sing that song in church or was it just me? I remember that. I do. I do. I think we should, I think we need to, we need, let's bring it back. I think we should bring it back because the whole point of the song is kind of your book, Jesus and Others and You. And the Mm -hmm. song, I think, said, what a wonderful way to spell joy. And really, that's how we get it, right? Is by is by first uh, listening to the Lord and then putting others in front of ourselves and then uh, focusing ourselves. Um, That seems like kind of the message of listen, love, repeat. It is. And it's actually the way I saw my mom live. That's the whole reason I started living this way. The whole reason this book came about is because I saw my mom live that way. Now, my mom and I are completely opposite 
personalities. She is very quiet, shy, reserved, doesn't really want to say boo. You know, she's just content to just be in the background, hang out in the corner. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm, I'm more chatty and more social. And my husband always teases that, um, if I go before he does, he already knows what he's going to put on my tombstone. He's going to put, he's going to put a period because I'll finally be done talking. (laughs) (laughs) Karen, you just said, remember my husband's sitting here now, he's going to do the same thing for me. Yeah. Yeah. So like I'm all outgoing and people oriented, you know, chat, 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 and she's pretty quiet. But the thing I saw in her life that I wanted to emulate, even though our personalities aren't the same, was the fact that she just seemed to always be someone who lived an other-centered life. She was Mm. always more concerned about other people. So if you were in a, a conversation with her at a function, you know, she wasn't there trying to tell you all what was going on in her life. She really earnestly wanted to know about everybody else and what was happening with them. You could never get her to talk about herself. Mm. And um, I remember one time in, I believe, junior high, yeah, it was junior high, I was really upset about something. I don't know. Maybe I didn't get invited to the latest slumber party or something, but I remember being upset and crying to her. And I remember her advice that she gave me. I'll never forget it. She said, you know, whenever you're down in life, you think circumstances aren't going your way, you know, you're upset about something, you got the blues, you got to remember to tell yourself this, Karen, there's always someone out there who has it worse off than you. Boy, that's the truth. Go go find that person and make their day. Mm. And somehow in a strange way, it makes your day as well. And she was exactly right. I mean, she had a lot of reasons to not um, think her life was going so grand. She found herself suddenly a single mom of two children living on a budget so tight it squeaked. She had a lot of reasons to be down and depressed, and she mm. wasn't. She just was always on this mission to find that person. She, she would say all the time, get your eyes off yourself, honey. Get your eyes off yourself. Yeah. Go find that person who has it worse off than you. You're looking at the wrong people. You're looking at the girls that got invited to the slumber party, and you're jealous yeah. of them. Wrong, wrong people. Yeah. Wrong people. Wrong focus. Yeah. Don't look at who has it better than you. Find out, find who has it worse off than you Mm. and go do something to lighten their load. And she's right. It's this, the strangest thing in putting others first, you think it is just going to make their life better, but somehow it it brings contentment to you as well. Yeah, it's so true. And there are a lot of uh, parents listening to this right now. And I think this is a great encouragement to to parents uh, to encourage their kids who really have grown up now in the selfie generation. They're growing up in the middle of this, you know, me, me, me generation to maybe um, look for those tendencies in our kids and remind them to put their eyes, take their eyes off of themselves and put their eyes on other people. I think it's a great mm-hmm. encouragement for parents too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is, it is. It's, it, um, it's kind of, you know, helping them to learn how to live, you know, yeah. in, in a very, I mean, it sounds silly. That sounds like a really, of course, that's what we do. We teach our kids how to live, but to teach them, you know, how themselves in their own mind to correct to some of this, oh, poor me. Um, they don't need to just run to their parent or run to their friend and say, oh, poor me. If they can learn to train their brain, Hey, wait a minute. I'm yeah. going to try to find someone's got it worse off than me. And I'm, you know, it, it can be a really good habit to form in them. Yeah, it's that it's that Jesus and others and you thing. And uh, I know is. for just knowing uh, where kind of where the culture is right now and kind of uh, feeling and seeing, you can see what ha- what's happening to our kids in it. Um, I think this is a great way because it has to start with parents, right? I'm always telling moms, you can't give your kids what you don't have. So if we're mm-hmm. focused as parents on ourselves 
and on everything that's wrong with our lives. Because, you know, you and I could say you're having your own struggles in, in your life. Everybody who's listening to me on the podcast knows I'm lucky every day if I can flush my toilet and turn on the, <laughs> the water at my mm-hmm. house. There's always something that's going on. And it really does change the way we feel about our life when we either start praying for somebody else, you know, you realize somebody else is going through something difficult. I I always put people on Siri. You know, I would say, Siri, remind me this, because I Siri yes. reminds me to do things like drink water, you know, and um, I've been using her for several years to just say, remind me to pray for so-and-so and remind me to, and it really does change your perspective. When you when you put your eyes um, on other people, it really is a precious thing. So when you say in the title, when you say, I want to just hit on a couple of things. Um, and I only have about a minute left, and then we'll come back and do this again uh, 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 at the next podcast. But when you say listen, I don't think we're—I don't think the culture knows how to listen anymore. I think we know how to hear, like we everybody we're hearing, but we're not doing a lot of listening. Listening seems to me to be sort of an active thing. What is your define listen for uh, for lis- for listeners? <laughs> Let's define it for them. Well, listening is not sitting there planning your comeback, what you're going to say, which is what I do. Listening is not, you know, and I do that when I'm in a kind of a heated discussion with someone. Mm -hmm. And then when I'm in more of, um, hate to say it, a discussion where I'm bored, like I'm not really, I don't really care about what the person's saying. Mm -hmm. Then I'm mentally making my grocery list or my errand list, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. but listening really is trying to just, and it's hard for us talkers sometimes, the people that roll that way. It's just really clearing your brain and, and praying as you, Mm -hmm. as the person saying the words you're saying, words to the Lord and you are saying, help me to really hear what they're saying here. I'm not going to be mentally going to my next comeback and I'm not going to be mentally going to my errand list. I'm going to listen to their words and ask, is this all there is or is there something behind their words? Mm. And uh, we can talk about that a little bit more in the, in the I next I love time. that. Karen, thank you so much for coming on the show today. I know it's going to be an encouragement to so many uh, parents who are listening. You've encouraged me. I just feel like, hey, this is a good reminder for me just to take my eyes off myself and start uh, focusing on other people. And really, that is where joy is found. So I appreciate it. Hey, everybody, we're going to come back um, and finish talking to Karen about Listen, Love, Repeat on the next episode of the podcast. You can find her books, um, and I will link back to all of them, Listen, Love, Repeat, the book.com, or I think it's Listen, Love, Repeat, book.com. Yeah, uh, is on right now. It's at the show notes today. And also I will link to KarenEman.com. She's got a really cute website with a ton of awesome information. And Karen's a prolific writer. So no matter what you find in there, I guarantee you, uh, you're going to be encouraged. So Karen, thank you for coming on the show today. I appreciate it. My pleasure. Everybody, don't forget, we've got a women's event coming up. I will be in Houston, Texas for Fearless in just a couple weeks. Registration for that event is almost full. If you've got questions about about this podcast or you've got show ideas, please shoot them to me, podcast at thebusymom.com, and we'll get back to you. Thanks for listening in, everybody. We'll see you back here next time. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.